0: Welcome back to another Conversations Over Coffee episode where I take you behind the scenes once a quarter to let you in on what's happening in my life and my businesses. These episodes are meant to feel like we're sitting in my sunroom together with a warm cup of coffee and a snoozing Jasper in the corner with Padme running amok and screaming at everyone for pets. Sorry about that. She's terribly spoiled and yes, it is my fault. If you're new around here, I am so glad that you're joining us. And if you're an old friend, welcome back. You're listening to episode 131 of the Chasing Simple podcast, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. Let's get cozy, friend, and dive on in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? how do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. spending a ton of time and mental energy doing so, whether you're looking for help knowing what to talk about, setting up content systems, or improving your launch strategy, the Chasing Simple Shop has something for you. From a year of content prompts broken up by type of content to my launch strategy mini course, which will teach you my entire strategy for launching your upcoming online course, the Chasing Simple Shop is the quick and simple way to take your content to the next level. And you can get 10% off any item just for being a listener of the Chase and Simple Podcast by using the code LISTENER at checkout. Just head to amandawarfield.com slash shop. And again, that code for 10% off is LISTENER. The first update I have for you is a health update. We finally made some progress on something. For the last few of these, I think, I just haven't really had any updates because we were really feeling conflicted about, is this the house we're going to stay in forever? And I'm not going to reiterate all of that because if you've listened, you've listened. And if not, go back and listen to some of these other conversations over coffee episodes. But we really, there's nothing inherently wrong with the house. We just struggled with knowing whether or not it was honestly the right house for us we had gotten to this place of okay you know most of the aesthetic stuff is done there's still some things we could do but we didn't want to pour a ton of money into the house if we weren't going to stay in it forever and also if it wasn't going to add value first and foremost we have decided that we probably won't this was not going to be our forever home like we originally intended it to be we don't know what that's going to look like yet if we're going to Move to a different house if we're gonna build if we're gonna stay in Aiken if we're gonna move to a different we don't know we have no idea what we're gonna do and we're not interested in making any decisions about anything for quite a few years honestly but just knowing and having that agreement that there will be some kind of change at some point honestly has been really freeing i think for both of us i know that i personally enjoy the house so much more because i don't feel so stuck And it just, it's really freed up the space for me to be more grateful for the things that I do really like about this house, which has been an interesting turn of events. But we got all of the pine trees on our property cut down. And while it won't necessarily add value to the house, it is going to save our mental health so much. So we had seven giant pine trees on our property. And they for whatever reason these pine trees dropped pine cones all year long like pine straw it really only dropped in the fall and then we would break all the pine straw up and that was it for the fall annoying but it only happened once a year but the pine cones for whatever reason dropped all year long and it's not like i've never been around pine trees before like there are pine trees everywhere in the south the house that i grew up in had I don't know if I've just never noticed or if they're different species of pine trees where some drop them more than others, I don't know. But the ones in our yard were dropping them constantly and it really held us back from doing any kind of yard work outside, which one, neither of us are super inclined to do yard work, just totally honestly, it's not our favorite thing. We are not super called to gardening, we're not super green thumbs, but when we did decide, okay, we wanna do some yard work, we wanna make some progress, these beds are overgrown, the grass needs to be mowed, whatever the case may be, before we could make any progress on anything, we would spend an hour picking up pine cones. And then we would work on whatever it was that we really wanted to work on. And then we would be so exhausted because we had to spend at least two hours outside dealing with yard work that we inevitably didn't do any more yard work for a while. And at that point, all the work we did was wasted, essentially. And the frustrating part was that we would spend an hour picking up pine cones for Russell to mow the grass. Let's say, and the next day we'd walk outside and there'd be 20 plus pine cones on the ground again. And this was just a daily thing; they're just constantly dropping. So we never got any yard work done. We never made any progress. And frankly, every time I saw a pine cone at this point, I was like, "Stupid pine cone! I hate you so much!" So we got the pine trees cut down, and I'm so happy. <laughs> it has made One, it's opened up the yard in ways that I didn't really anticipate, which in hindsight is silly. I obviously should have anticipated that cutting seven pine trees down would make a big difference in how open the yard felt and the curb appeal, but I was so focused on like I just never want to see a pine cone in my yard ever again. That that was my focus. So it's done that, but it also has made yard work so much easier, and our yard still needs work. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, we look at these projects and it's not... We've got to clean the yard for an hour before we can even start this project. It's okay when we feel like we want to start a project we can just jump into it which feels really really nice. So that is the house update. There haven't been any like major really any updates inside at this point but I also feel more excited now that we know this isn't our forever home I feel more excited about making updates too. Which again it's very counterintuitive but it's freed up a lot of my my mental blocks around upgrading the house and doing things so there will be more updates in the future but the big one is the pine trees are gone praise jesus hallelujah i'm so glad about that now personal updates so the big one is that russell has started a new job and he is now working a shift schedule and if you follow me on instagram you've probably seen me talking about this because it has been a very 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 interesting transition we are still as i'm recording this just in the first month of figuring this out and because it's a shift schedule, we haven't even finished a whole like cycle, I guess you could call it. And it's been interesting. So I'm trying to align my schedule with his days off as much as possible, but I'm not changing my sleep schedule. So when he works nights, I just continue about my normal days as I would and I work while he sleeps. But when he has days off like let's say he has a tuesday wednesday off well i try to align my work schedule when possible to those same days off so i would work on monday i would do my marketing and client stuff and on tuesday which is normally a project day and wednesday is actually an, also a project day one for each business well i would just shift those so that i'm then working thursday friday And then my Thursday, I would work Saturday. And so I shift my schedule based on what his schedule looks like. And that has gone okay. We have been really lucky because it's just kind of worked out at this point that I've had less to do on the days that he's had off, which wasn't intentional because we didn't have his schedule early enough for me to plan things like that. And it'll be a while. It'll probably be into the new year before we have like a firm set schedule for him because they want to put him on different shifts before he starts to manage it in his own and so on and so forth. So it'll be a while before his schedule is kind of established and I'll be able to actually plan things. But so far that part of it's working out really well. What I did not expect and has been a surprise is that letting go of the this inner Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday our work days has been really difficult. And this is good. This is all good for me to experience because I have to, I really have to learn to not tie my, my worth and my value to my business. Right. And to my productivity levels, it's not even just my business. It's my personal productivity levels as well. And that's a whole thing I'm working on in therapy, but this is going to be a really great exercise. I think in letting go of some of those thoughts and inner feelings that I have, but it has been really difficult to let go when he had a Wednesday and a Thursday off it was fine if we were out doing, like if we went to play golf, it was easy for me to say, okay, we're doing this right now. I can work tomorrow. But if we were just like hanging out at home, that's when it got harder for me. And I felt this need to go do things in my office instead of relaxing, which I'm still available for my clients. I'm still checking my emails and making sure that all of that is well. But I don't need to be working, working on those days off. So that's a work in progress. That's That's been a really interesting part of that transition that I didn't necessarily foresee. So we will see how that goes as that continues. By the time you hear this, hopefully we are in some kind of rhythm, even though things will still be changing a decent amount, but hopefully there there will be a little bit more flow to that. We'll see. And then the other personal update is that I have finally found a church home and I could talk about this forever and ever and ever and ever. But to keep it kind of short and concise, I really, really, really loved my church in Washington, and I was obsessed with my youth group kids. I had the greatest community around me there, and leaving was really, really, really hard. And of course, we moved back and the pandemic started, and so I was leaving this great community, and then we get further isolated, and then after the pandemic... I never, I just didn't have a community here in this town and I was really struggling with that and with some loneliness and the church I grew up at that I was going to didn't feel very welcoming towards me when I did start going to it and so I stopped going to church at all because there's just so much grief wrapped up in like, okay, one, I had to leave this amazing community in Washington, but then two, this church that I grew up in, I was baptized in, I was confirmed in, I got married in no longer feels like a safe place. And that was really difficult. So I stopped going to church, but that was not the answer either. I really needed to find community. So about midway through this, like sometime this summer, I started going to churches again. And I found one that I honestly kind of felt resistance towards at first. I was like, this is not, I'm not going to, there's no way I'm going to like it. And it turns out that I have already found such a great community there. Everyone has been so welcoming and so kind and so inviting. I am helping with their youth group, which I never in a million years expected to want to do again. Never. Because it was so hard to leave my kids in Washington. And I just feel so plugged in and happy. And it is amazing what having community will do for you. All of that to say. So those are my personal home and life updates I'm feeling really good about just spending less time working and doing more for myself and that that's a new feeling so those are those updates business wise I don't have quite as many updates well actually that might be a lie so this business Amanda Warfield content marketing strategy I launched the shop in July which you can go to amandewartfield.com forward slash shop to check that out. There are a lot of really great resources there, whether you are more so in the beginner content creation phases or you're more so in the strategy and the launching side of things. There's a little bit for everyone there. So I highly recommend to go check that out. I also hired a VA. I hired a virtual assistant, which I didn't think I was ever going to do. I thought I would be a solopreneur forever. And yet here we are, which is really, really exciting and she's working with me just five hours a month right now hopefully we will be you know increasing that over time as she takes more and more off my plate and frees me up to work on more and more projects that will move the needle and you know grow the bottom line and things like that but that has been a huge mental relief more than anything the time is great but the mental relief of being able to offload some of these things that are more administrative has been incredible i also wrote a book which is very much still in those early phases as i'm recording this i just finished it finished the initial manuscript yesterday and i'm now going to be putting it aside for the rest of the month and giving my brain a few weeks to rest and then i will start the initial edits the first round of edits so it'll be a while before the book comes out but i am chronicling the book creation journey on my website and i will link to the book blog i'm calling it in the show notes if you want to check that out and see more of the behind the scenes of what that's going to look like and what that is looking like and then i also launched a mastermind the course launch mastermind if you haven't heard me talking about it i'm so excited for this group as i'm recording this it has not launched officially yet but it's getting ready to applications are going to open really soon and the whole idea behind it is that we are going to spend six plus months together, walking through course idea, to course creation, to launched, to post launch, and then ready for the next launch before we part ways. And I'm really, really excited about this. It's a weekly meeting group. We are. It's very curriculum focused and each week there are action steps for the members to take. And so they're walking away with a fully launched course at the end of it. If you're curious about that and you are thinking that that might be something you're interested, I will link to the waitlist in the show notes so that you can check out more about that. And then... The final news really that's happening in this business is one-to-one spots are opening soon. I am not going to be taking as many clients for the new year, so I don't know what that's going to look like as far as clients that are going to stick around for another year, how many spots I'll actually have. But if you want to know more about that, I will link to that webpage in the show notes as well, and you can see if I have space or not. I will have VIP days next year if you are looking just for launch-specific strategy, but as far as the ongoing, I don't know what that'll look like. So yeah, that was a lot of updates on the business side of things. The end of the year, there's always a lot going on. Q4 is just a lot, but it's a lot of really good things. And I am already planning for next year in my mind. And specifically when I want to strategically plan for downtime, which again, a lot of that will be based around Russell's schedule. And I don't know all the details of that yet, but even though it's only August as I'm recording this, I'm already thinking about it. And then the magical escape vacations business update, honestly, there's not, there's not much of an update. I am not spending near as much time as I would like to on this business. And that's part of what I'm already like reworking as far as my schedule for next year and how I'm going to plan for different things, because I just, I have enough time to serve the clients that I have But I don't have enough time to work on those needle moving projects for that business. So that's what I'm working on for that. I have a couple of fun questions that were submitted in this year's annual survey that don't really merit their own episode. So I thought I would throw them in here and just answer them really quickly. So the first one is, what do you think about the Star Wars area at Disney? Is it worth it if you're a Star Wars fan? So I am... Not a major Star Wars fan, which might surprise you since my cat's name is Padme. I enjoy them. They're good movies. I'm not... there You could not have a conversation with me about Star Wars, though, really. There's too much for, in the... I've only watched them each one time. But I love the Star Wars area because I think they did such a good job theming it. They, you can tell that so much planning and detail and effort went into this. And you really feel like when you're walking around Star Wars land that you're inside of one of the movies does that hold up if you are a major star wars fan i really couldn't tell you but i really enjoy the area and the atmosphere really feels real how many times have you been to disney i i couldn't tell you i went four times growing up and then i went for my honeymoon went to disneyland three times while we lived over in Washington and then I went, I feel like I'm forgetting something, and then in the last year, I think I went four times to Disney World and I've been to lot. so I don't know. What What is that like? Almost 13, 14, something like that. A lot. I don't know. It, the older I get, the more frequently I go because I'm an adult and can afford to do these things for myself now. And then How do you decide what to share on social media and what to keep to yourself? Honestly, this is such a case-by-case, very personal basis that I I can't give you guidance on this. It's very much a gut instinct for me and when I feel like sharing something, it's a like, do I share this, do I not, what's my gut say? There are things that I share really easily and openly about, like the fact that I have glaucoma and endometriosis and things like that. There are some really personal things that I do not share at all. And there are some things that I'm starting to share more about, but that also are really difficult for me. Like the fact that we are child free by choice and I go back and forth about how much of that I wanna share. So it's very much a case by case basis. And I really ask my gut, what is it that I want? This week's action step. I'm thinking about adding in some of those fun questions to the end of these episodes as like a continuous thing. If you'd like to see that happen, if you enjoyed those random questions being answered, send me your own questions over in my DMs on Instagram or shoot me an email, I'm hello at amandawarfield.com. Now this week's book recommendation is The Last Flight by Julie Clark. If you like books with twists, you are going to want to add this one to your list of books to read. It is so good and it follows these two different women that are both desperate to escape their own lives for their own reasons and they, end up meeting in an airport and switching identities and then one of their planes goes down and it kills everyone on board and that throws the whole plane into chaos and I'm not going to give you any spoilers but if you like books that are like kind of chaotic but in a good way you're going to want to read this one and I will link to that in the show notes. Now my friend until next time I hope that you will go out and uncomplicate your life in biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode's show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.